What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jergin' It, the only show about TV in general. I'm Sam Canning, and I'm here to replumb your pipes. I'm Jordan Canning, president of the Living Parents Club. <laughs> Great. Uh, we're here this week to talk about Season 2, Episode 6, The Summer of Our Discontent. Title watch. That's uh, not well... I think they uh, kind of jumped the gun. Yeah, I think so. And the next episode's yet. called Summertime, so... I'll say it fell flat. Yeah, I mean, Which, it's not its not the worst title. It is about summer. What'd you think? You know, I thought this was one of the better episodes. I thought so, too. I The first time I watched it, there was a few things that I just latched onto, and I thought it was like, oh, so bad. But, like, I sat down today, I was like, I've got a really bad sinus infection. I'm in a lot of pain, but this episode was... Help me take the edge off. It was good. It's not. It was not good, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, like all. It, it had a lot of. It had a lot of like capital N, capital M, nice moments. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty saccharine at points, but like, I don't know. It was. It was a lot more tolerable than it, a lot of the episodes It contained about ninety five percent less conversations about uh about <laughs> George's vasectomies. There's a little bit, but not but not a hundred percent less. <laughs> Okay, so let's dive in. Yeah, let's dive in, I guess. So we're in a classroom. Is this the first classroom? We've yes, seen the band room. this is the room. first time we've been in a this, classroom. We saw the band room, but we haven't seen a, a classroom with desks. It's, I think, before school, and uh, Ben, yeah, Jack, yeah. and Madison are waiting for Grace. <laughs> yeah, because, hey, remember when I mentioned last <laughs> episode that there was the Dead Parents Club? Was this on purpose? Were you doing the thing we always do where we say it? No, I, I genuinely, I, I could not for the life of me have told you when it happened. I honestly thought that it happened, like, later in in season three was my guess. But no, God. we're here. <laughs> it took one episode. It, I, I, when when they started and I saw those three people sitting in the room, I, I was like, no way! Dead Parents Club. It's the Dead Parents Club. They literally uh, call it that. They they want to meet one more time before the summer, which is funny because it's the second. I don't know how the longevity of the Dead Parents Club, like how many times you can meet and yeah, talk about I the mean, fact I, that I, your parents are dead or one of your parents is dead. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I looked up when I was looking up Dead Parents Club to see when it happens. I feel like I saw a thing about it on Secret Life Wiki that's in like five episodes from now. So it. It stays around, I guess. Huh. So Although I don't know how much. I don't know. Do you know if I don't know if you know this? Do you know if they like skip the summer and come back next episode at school again, or is, do we get some summertime episodes? I think I was asking. I think I asked Argyle about if we see Ben going to uh, Bologna, and I think he said either. Well, it's they can't. They can't show a teenager getting a blowjob. Yeah, that's on true. TV. I think he said they skip it or they show. I can't remember if they skip it, but the next episode is called Summertime, so maybe we get one summer episode okay we probably get a <laughs> summer episode so it'll be like the uh, internship episode of my hero so academia find, yeah it's good so we find out like the summer plans of all of our our favorite kids with dead progen a dead progenitor 
Uh, yeah. Ben's going to Grace Italy. Is, Grace is mad at Jack for going to football camp, and then she tells him to go to football camp. <laughs> it's the weirdest shit. That happens several times. He's like, he's like, I'm going to football camp, and she's like, I told you, you gotta go, you could go to football camp. Did, did you like, by the way, how they all got together and they were like, Grace, we're here for you. We've all lost a parent, so I thought that we could, we could help you and like support you emotionally. Not Next over the year. summer though. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. See you in three months. It's very good. We're Grace all leaving. Grace doesn't want to go to cheer camp, and, uh, then, Ben says a thing that fucking killed me. I watched this one clip like four or five times trying to make heads or tails of what he said. So Grace says she doesn't want to go to cheer camp and she wants to stay home with her mom and Tom. And then, and then Ben says like, Hey, we all deal with death in our own ways. Grace can spend time with her family. Jack, I'm going to kill you. Uh, The reason he said he's going to kill him was that Ben had expressed already in the scene that he was like, I don't know why we're doing this. I don't feel like I need to be here right now. And then, and then grace comes in and she's like, Oh, I don't think that we, ne- I don't think I need this. So he's saying, Jack, I'm going to kill you for bringing me here. Oh, there was no reason. For that's me to a very that's what uncharacteristic that. Ben thing to say though. I know it, it was, it was, it was so was. out of left field. Yeah. It was so out of Ken field. And then, and then grace, wait, no, uh, that was funny because he threatened to kill someone that's out of Ken field. Like Ken Fields threatened that... to kill Ricky out of nowhere. Remember? Okay, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Don't laugh at my joke, I Sam. I don't, I don't know that that joke really works, but it's I'll. Funny. It's good. That's my normal laugh, and yeah, then Grace, Grace, for some reason, decides to <laughs> say something completely <laughs> unnecessary. She's just like, well, like, it's time ben, for me to ben say this. Ben hasn't wronged her in any way. No. He's he's just like yeah I mean everyone's got their own way of and their their own way of dealing with grief if you want to spend time with your family over the summer then that's totally fine and she goes yeah I don't need help but I imagine you will <laughs> well with your dad marrying an internet prostitute Grace this scene which was so necessary episode, for her Grace to say Grace Bowman hates Ben yeah and then Ben Ben funny ben leaves because fun, he's upset fun, he's like I gotta go so we're here at Jurgen's house Alpha yeah uh, Amy is upset about sending her boyfriend off to the oral capital of the world. The oral quote. sex capital hey, of the world, they say. what is your opinion say. on Amy in, the, Amy in this episode? I think this is the first time I felt a shred of sympathy for her. There were a couple Amys in this episode. There were a few Amys. You're going to have to be more specific. I, uh, well, this not this Amy. Not there's this some, Amy. There's some Amys later that I thought. There's a multitude of Amys, and, and some of them I feel bad for, and some of them I like. Yeah, well, and then well, Amy makes sorry, Amy makes a comment about like, oh, I, I guess we established over the between episodes that Amy is definitely not going with Ben. I don't. Did they Good. ever specifically say that? Uh, I think it was Whatever. very, very, very implied. I mean, it was obviously going to happen, but yeah, we have now accepted it as fact. And Amy is like, well, at least I can, you know, catch up on my sleep and all that over the summer. And Anne's like, no, no. Amy, you. You have to work like regular hours at the daycare because you owe them, which is how jobs work. That's it. Well, when I work, I I go to work every day and I say, thank you, work. I owe you. And I just give my paycheck. I put my paycheck just on the floor. Yeah, that's right. I owe my job that. Do you not get direct deposit? What the fuck is wrong? No, I get direct deposit. You liar. You don't get a paycheck. Nobody gets a paycheck. No one, no one texts. No one emails. Everyone listens to Blind Lemon Jefferson. Anyway, and um, I call, yeah. Yeah, and now, <laughs> I I I don't think that Anne is right saying Amy owes them. I think a better angle would be you need the money. It's, it's the summer. You need the money. The more money you can get, the better to take care of your son. But you know, whatever you owe them. 
And then Ashley comes over and says that she needs a ride to school because George is out on his hog. George is living the hog life. And Anne, Anne says, Anne's like, George is riding around on that rumble buggy. Anne's like, well, hey, at least he's not putting you on the back of his bike. And did you notice the music after she says that as the scene ends is the weirdest? The music on this show is very strange. It's never good. There was just one really loud, deep piano note that's like. It was I've very, never very weird. Like what the music is for this show, where it comes from, but but we do get cu- cut to uh, this show's attempt at a joke, but it does it doesn't make any sense. No, so George is riding his hog. He's on his hog. He looks he's like looking, the least. He's he, looking so cool he's in his leather jacket. So dumb. He's not wearing a leather jacket. He's wearing like a goofy used car salesman suit. I thought. It- I'm, no, I could have sworn it was no, a leather just, jacket. That was that was your cognitive dissonance saying there's no way a human could look this bad on a motorcycle. Hmm, and whatever. think about how, what a high bar that is. Yeah, I mean he he does look so cool, and he a hot lady so in a convertible cool. pulls up next to him, and she makes flirty eyes at him, and she he goes, smiles back, and he looks so cool. He looks so cool, and she says, "George, George Jurgens." And then he the says, "The one and only." I don't know why I'm doing Marshall voice. Yeah. The one and only. And then she says. You've been served and hands him divorce papers and drives off. And it's like, who are you? Okay. (laughs) Was she driving around looking for George? Did Anne put her up to this? Is this Anne's lawyer? Is this a courier? No, this is a process server, I believe, is the is the term. So, it so is a process. So there are blade people runner. who their job is to like deliver papers like she's that. She's a blade runner. She's and a blade runner. George but- Runner is a android georgia runner but yeah i what's it's really unclear because normally they go to your home where they know you'll be did she just coincidentally see him on his motorcycle or did and was she, Anne like, like did she see here's him his on patrol a- route <laughs> she saw him in his motorcycle was like this will be funny here's here's a picture of him and she looks at it and she's like oh i'll know him when i see him because he looks so so cool. good <laughs> and yeah and you so know then what? he's he he's stops sitting in traffic He's sitting at the stop sign, sitting on his motorcycle, all sad, looking at the papers while everyone honks at him. This scene is very weird. It's very strange. You know, I I talked about how this is one of the better episodes. I feel like we really get the bad scenes out of the way. So yeah, let's just so. keep, uh, keep on. I have a lot of cranking. things to talk about that I'm really excited to talk about. So so let's get to them. So we're at Grant High School, and now there are kids there. there yeah, it's there's a quantum state. Either no one exists or it's the crowded, most crowded school in the world. Uh, yeah. They emphasize a sign. Did you notice how weird they like really yeah, it zoomed was, in? There was this very yeah. These like two extras walk by and they're like, "Ha ha, cool! I'm t- I'm a teenager." And then there's a sign on the bulletin board that's like, "Summer session begins on whatever day." Yeah, it was very strange. It's it's, it's very subtle seating for future events. Yeah, Madison comes up to Amy with what is very obviously a textbook made to look like a yearbook. I didn't. I didn't really get a good look at it. I'll take your word All for right. it, though. Uh, and Amy wasn't there because to get hers because she was. I'll, I'll be honest. Just gone. I I barely ever got my own yearbook, so I don't really know what a yearbook looks like. Well, this yearbook is very special. It uh, is. It is very special. So so, and it, so yeah. Amy Amy missed her homeroom, so she didn't get her yearbook because she was quote where I am, where I always am, and always will be the nursery with John. Because there's one thing during about the Amy, school day. Which is that she's always at the nursery with John during school. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. Uh, what happens next? 
uh, Lauren and Madison bring her her yearbook, and yeah. then Madison starts talking about how apparently, hey, she's in the yearbook club, and she was, she's like, oh, I was really proud of this part yeah, that Madison, I made. Madison's and all that. in the yearbook club, and and you know, it's, I think this is, I think this is actually a very interesting moment because I think this might be the first time on the we've show we've learned a thing about Madison. <laughs> Not only that we've learned a thing about Madison, but that. It was it was the first moment where like a character felt vaguely real where I was like, "Oh yeah, Madison's <laughs> yeah. got her own shit going on in the background." It's it's very strange what a character It's something I always back. like to see in shows that really just makes the characters feel more human and I think this is the first time that the show has ever done it two seasons yeah, in. I've always been assuming that like when Madison and Lauren show up they just sort of pull them out of the closet where they stand lifelessly when Amy's not around and then just <laughs> wheel T-posing. them out. Yeah, T-posing. So they flip to a page with Amy, uh, with a picture of Amy, but yeah, I don't want to talk about the, like No, a, no. What? I don't want to talk about the picture of Amy yet, because I, I paused the episode okay. and read the text of the yearbook. Okay. There are bits of, it's not, it, there's no weird eggs or under okay. CBS, but I need to, I, I made it out. It took me about 10 minutes to transcribe, and there's some things that I can't quite make out, so okay. I'm going to read it word for word. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there were those students such achievement sheet and see a legitimate club such as the ski club or girls league, but the majority what? of seniors listed their own clubs in quotes. Among these was the three D's, members including Nikki or- Orty and what? Michelle Walls. The most important achievement what? dot 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 by almost every senior was page break. Thousands... <laughs> <laughs> thousand cans of hairspray was an accomplishment what? not to be overlooked <laughs> seniors such as chris kubat and mandy something took a more personal approach as dot happening? dot dot included the other's friendship in the top of their high school achievements of course okay. there were those students such achievement she didn't see a legitimate club and it just goes on and on repeating <laughs> and the phrase thousand cans of hairspray was an accomplishment not to be overlooked has been what what could the beginning of that <laughs> sentence be? What, what accomplishment could you do? What? <laughs> With $3,000 worth of hairspray. Were they trying to put a hole in the ozone all of, by themselves? Well, global warming doesn't exist. Yeah, that's anyway, true. They were disproving That is so weird. It was what the so fuck? weird. That is some, it's just, like... It's those little details when you when you think about them making a show, like, what do they put in the newspapers, and... That sounds like something generated by a computer. Yeah, that's what I think. Anyway, okay, so, Sorry. so Amy, there is a... In, in the yearbook, there full is page. a full-page shot of Amy, like, leaning against a wall, like, reading a book, and it's got, like, her big pregnant belly there. A picture and that there's no, there's no feasible way someone could have taken that picture without Amy being like, uh... Yeah. D- yeah. And so Amy's like, what the hell, Madison? You're on the yearbook club. Th- this and you is let a very reasonable this. thing to be upset about, in my opinion. Yeah. And Madison's like, well, I don't have veto power. And besides, Frenchman never gets showcased like this. It's good, oh, actually. Madison. Yeah. And then Amy she, leaves all mad. And she says, I, I don't want to be remembered as the pregnant girl. And then yeah. Lauren is like, I thought it was a good picture. Uh, Madison said that. I'm oh, sorry, Madison. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, come on, Madison. Like, A. You, maybe you don't have veto power, you but could come be on. Like, I'm you friends with you Amy couldn't have just sh- been like, please don't surely, humiliate my friend in the school Surely yearbook. Amy's not going to be happy about this. Like, just say, Can we, come on, Like, guys, she's been we, through enough. Let's not do this. Why would you do this to her? Yeah. I mean, oh if they were going to do that, they could have at least, like, somehow gotten a picture of her and John would have been a, you know? 
Yeah, I, I mean know. that that would be like putting a more like positive spin. Yeah, on this the is whole. like look at this weird pregnant girl. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's very weird. And then Madison, Madison and Lauren, Lawrence or uh, Madison's like, well, you know, I, I, it didn't, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it because like I, I know that she's not just the pregnant girl. You know, like we're we're her best friends, so we, I guess, we think of her d- differently. And then they're like, yeah, we really are great friends. Did you tell Amy that we're leaving for the summer? Which is really funny because of the Dead Parents Club scene. We didn't mention it, but Madison is just like, oh, I'll be around all summer. I'm not doing anything. Oh, she did say yeah. that. <laughs> oh, my, my God. My theory think- is that she, she was like, I can't let Ben know. <laughs> God. Anyway, so then then we cut to Ricky signing some random extras yearbook because the show remembered that he's supposed to be a ladies' man. I always forget the Ricky. Yeah, Ricky has so They're much. They're like, sex. oh shit, it's we're two we're two seasons in and we forgot to we ever show anything bit. about how girls like Ricky. Girls hate Ricky now that he's a dad. Yeah. Well he's hey, a dilf. He's a dilf. So Daddy, I I'm trying to think of an L word that means like can't or Daddy, dad is lovely friend. Dad is lovely friend. And Adrian comes over and she, she sees him and she's like, I'd love to be his friend. And she says, Hey, uh, did you get the place cleaned up? He says, yeah. And she's like, Oh, cool. Then I can come over. And he says, well, I, I want to get settled first, you know, before I have company over. And she goes, I'm not company. Am I? Whatever that means. And then Ricky's not into it. Ricky is just, I don't really get why i mean i get i understand ricky sort of shifting priorities he's a person he's in high school high schoolers change the people they like all the time i don't understand why two episodes ago ricky told adrian i want to make a commit with you and adrian brings it up in this episode she brings it up later she's like what happened yeah he's like i don't know the script said the script said not to i don't know (laughs) it's so weird this show loves calling attention to its own bullshit yeah i also like how adrian's like i thought you got this apartment so we could have sex (laughs) adrian no no adrian that's not why you did that sex sex house real yeah anyway so she says she asks again if she can come over tonight and he's like We'll see. We'll see. Because he hates, because he's disgusted he, by Adrian now for some her. reason. He's like, I don't, I never liked Adrian. I never I just, wanted I, to commit with I, her. I hated her and I only I hate John. sex. <laughs> Cut his dick off right then and there. Yeah. Uh, she says that uh, just very- again, the, the, again, they just do these things in the hallway. Like All everyone the time. sees you cut your dick off. It's so like, do it weird. In the bathroom. Go to Poop City and cut your dick off there. <laughs> like an adult. So anything else we want to talk about? Should we? Nope. That's the episode. That's it. Brand Division. So Jack is talking to Grace, and he's like, I don't want to go to football camp. And then the third And then facu- some guy is here. The third faculty member we've ever seen makes an appearance, the funny football coach. Hey, I'm an adult man, and I'm here, and you have to go to football camp. You have camp. to go. Bye. Yeah, and, uh... I hope you enjoyed me. I'm leaving the show forever, probably. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, I, uh... Forgot that Jack was the leader of the football team. Remember when he, like, led the leader, captain of the football team? There you go. Remember when I, was, he, like, I was wondering if you were going to well, get Well, I was going to say, because he led the, the football boys in prayer, and then he was yeah. like, sexy women. Mm. I think that was the first episode, right? I think so. The first and only time we saw football anything <laughs> in this whole anything show. Anything football related at all. I realized during this episode that, like, for a show about teen drama... There's like no thing. You said this. Like, there's like no football games. There's no homecoming. There's nope. no tests. 
Nope. Like, it's, it's, half of it is about their parents. Yep. So dumb. Yep. And did, did, I don't know if you felt this at all. I felt like something about this episode, it felt weirdly like, it felt like it could have been like the end of a season. I but think it's, so it's too. six I episodes think they could of have season ended... two because it was not, not only just like all this, like summer break is starting stuff, but it also felt like they were kind of, sort of like concluding plot lines and they yeah, were bringing they in like more extras than usual was, and was this no this is only i was gonna say was this the mid-season no it's six episodes break? in it's not even like yeah. a mid-season break they just planned this whole thing out so wrong i wonder if maybe maybe the show didn't air over the summer i don't know don't here know. let's let's pause this for a sec i'm gonna google the uh okay. episode air dates let me just say by the way when i when i type e on my keyboard in chrome now it's like oh you want en.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash the secret life of the American teenager. <laughs> like, you're goddamn right, That's the I only do. thing I want anymore. This show has taken everything from me. Okay, no, no, no. Episode episode 6 aired July 27th. Episode 7, August 3rd. Episode 8. Yeah, this was just weekly. There was no break at all. That's so weird. This would have been a really huh. great season finale, I think. It sure would have. Well, you know, for the show. So, yeah. <laughs> by, by the show's standards. gives up cheerleading, and she doesn't want to go to cheer camp, and, and uh, what is the reason, Sam, why she doesn't, she can't be a cheerleader well, because, anymore? Because she's still, basically, she's still grieving and she doesn't feel like cheering because she's still mourning, you know? That's not and, what she says, though. No, no, no. Well, well let me explain. She okay. says she's still mourning and the the thing is, she, as a cheerleader, is required to go to cheer camp. So she's saying, well, I, I'm not in the mood to do cheerleading over the summer so if that means that I quit the cheerleading team, then I quit. Yes, that yeah. is what she is saying. And she says she says all this to another extra because it's extra day. Yeah, this extra, extra day. day. She says if you Yay. if you don't go, and then she says I know, and then she says to Jack, uh, she says, "Well, no one's ever seen a che- have you ever seen a cheerleader in mourning?" So I looked it up, and I found a very interesting fact I never knew. Okay, no cheerleader has ever had a person in their life die ever. I know. And, and in fact... Well, this is the par- first time that a teenager well, parents, has ever had premarital sex. Parents push their kids to be cheerleaders because it grants them eternal life. Oh. And the gift of immortality for you and your family... Well, not for you, but for your family. That's, like, why cheerleaders get, like, paid minimum wage, even they though they work, like, horrible, horrible working conditions. It's it's because the, yep. the, the payment is to keep everyone they know alive. Because no one's ever me. seen it. Oh, I've, I've lost. Know? I've lost the metaphor. Cheer, cheerleaders get like horrible treatment. Like they get paid. I think sub. Oh, you mean wage. you mean like prof- I was thinking. Yeah, like high NFL tre- cheer. Well, any cheerleaders, but like if, if you go on to be an NFL cheerleader, you get paid I nothing. See what you're yeah. Grace isn't there yet, so her dad died. Okay, is that yeah. why? Is that why our parents are dead? Because none of us were cheerleaders. No, it's it's just a protection. It's a, a buff, if you will. Oh, that's right. Our parents are dead because I wanted to test my abilities, <laughs> Naruto. Anyway, um, so yeah, then Grace tells Jack that he's getting on her nerves for some reason. I don't know why. Scene over. Uh, and then and then Henry walks up and he goes, "Buongiorno." Okay, so the this that's I wrote down <laughs> this exchange. I wrote down this exchange. It's weird. Buongiorno. What's so bone about it? Looks like someone's about to head off to Italy with a sour attitude. That was Alice. And then Ben goes, well, you'd have a sour attitude, too, if you knew your father was engaged to a prostitute. Which, again, great conversation yes. to just have in the hallway. Totally fine. I mean, Henry's loving knows. it. Henry is so happy Henry that he's a prostitute. Henry loves all of this stuff that's happening. Yeah. And then Ben's like, if I tell my dad, it could kill him. And, and Henry, Henry says, says, if I'd you like don't to- tell him, 
she could kill him, which is what prostitutes do. And then do. Harry says, and... I'd like to be killed like that, and then Alice, like, pummels him. Oh, yeah, sorry, Alice made the comment about yeah, Betty killing like, yeah. Leo. My bad. Which I don't quite understand. Yeah, and then, yeah, Henry says, I'd like to be killed like that, and Alice says, shut up, Henry. They're trying so hard to do, like, funny teen dialogue, but they're not really doing it. The show has no comedic chops, uh, much like us. Uh, I will say, uh, Locker Watch, I I know we've talked about Ben's Locker and his Scrooge McDuck dollar bill on the, the side, but I noticed a new detail, I'm not sure if it was there before. Uh, Ben has, like, magnets on his lockers, and two of them spell out the word Ben, just, like, so he doesn't forget. <laughs> and then there's wait, another- wait, 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 sorry, I, I want to understand what you just said. Two of them spell out Ben? So he has word magnets, uh, okay. or stickers, he has two of them, like, two sets of them, and there, there are three words spelled out on the locker. Two sets of them are Ben. Okay. And there's a third uh, are they word- like- Okay. And there's a third word- that I really couldn't make out, so I just assumed it was thousands cans of hairspray as an accomplishment not to be overlooked. Weird eggs, yeah. Yeah, weird eggs. We haven't had anything Anyway, like then that Henry, so Henry says that Ben should... <laughs> Henry's like, well, before you tell Leo and he breaks up with Betty, you should ask her for some pointers for the summer, because Betty's going to teach him how to get a blowjob. But That's let me a- tell you, Ben, when when you're talking to it, they, they have a lot of dinner etiquette over there. She's like, oh, I, I thought you were going to tell me about sex tips. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh Ben he says, says he that he needs Amy. to talk to Amy for some reason, whatever. And then Alice, Alice Just shows apropos Ben of nothing. Shows Ben the picture of Amy, and he makes he makes what face? He makes he uh, the the he says I need to talk to Amy first, but first I need to furiously crank my hog because oh my god, look at that! She's so round. Oh. She's like a beautiful human submarine. And then uh, Melina exists again. Mark Melina, this he's got the frog on his desk. I'm so happy my favorite character's back. This we, feeling could I'm last so forever. I'm so glad we get to spend some time oh with Melina again. Oh my god, I'm again. so glad it's, that Melina's here. Melina time. I Yay, missed Melina him. forever. We'll have him with us. We love him. Melina for life. So and Mark then Amy, tells Amy that she needs to go to summer school and Amy hates it. Yeah, because she has three incompletes. Shouldn't she have known about this by now? It's the fucking last day of school. Yeah, probably. But I feel like that. I they, feel like you would know about this they already. They needed to bring some drama into her life. Well, this is the first time that Melina has been on campus in months. <laughs> they haven't let him back in. Uh, yeah. Joe has like completely taken over his office. Yeah, I feel like there's nothing else to say about this scene. I, no. If you, okay, so let's move on. Donovan exists too. Donovan exists. He's his hair is very odd. I don't know if this is a new it's, haircut. I don't know. It's not okay. the best hair. It's like he went uh, to, he tried to grow turf bangs, but, like, they just didn't happen. Yeah, and George uh, is sad about the divorce George papers for some been reason. George his entire Remember day. that scene where George was like, yeah, I'll sign the yeah, divorce papers. Th- yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, I was what thinking do you want about the house? that, too, yeah, but... File, file for divorce right now, let's do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that, too, but, like, I realized that what George is sad about is that he, now, he didn't know back then that that was Anne's baby. Or that's that's his baby. Oh, uh, I see. I think that changed and Donov- his perspective. Don- Donovan's like, hey, George, uh... He, he's like, why? Uh, or sorry, George, George is. George is like, hey, Donovan, aren't? Isn't this? Isn't this so sad? And Donovan's like, no. You know, I'm uh, actually kind of wondering why it took this long. <laughs> and then they have literally the same conversation that George and Ashley, Amy and Ben, Madison and Lauren, Grace and Adrian, and I think some other people have. Where George is, he's like, wait, George, you got your vasectomy, didn't you? And he goes. Got got is an interesting is, term. I mean, is, what does like, got really mean is, at the end of the day? Is a vas- vasectomies are just sort of a state of mind, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, and then now we're with Ben, and he wants to hang out with Amy tonight because he's leaving tomorrow, and she says Amy, no, which is great. A- Amy uh, wants nothing to do with it, and she tells Ben, I have to go to summer school because of John, with, like, the yeah, most venom in her cool. voice that I've ever... And then she says, because of Ricky, and then she says, because of me. It's yeah, like, and I like how I like how she's like she's like, look, Ben, you don't you don't have to feel guilty about not taking me. It's fine. Like, really, it's totally fine. So just go have fun without me while I have the worst summer anyone has ever yeah, had. Yeah, she's like super guilting Ben, and he's like really upset she's, about she's it. She's explicitly telling him that she's not guilting him while actively guilting him. Uh, and then she's just like. She's like, sorry, Ben, I don't want to see you tonight. This is goodbye. And then and then she like kisses him on the cheek and says, see ya. She kisses him on the cheek because he makes sad face oh, and at then, her for and ten then he, minutes. And then she tears the pregnant picture out and he's like, no, no, no I have to get a blowjob. And, and she's like, why is it so crusty? And, and then she puts she puts it in her bag instead of throwing it out, which is weird. She, well, she she wants to give it to him if he ever like earns it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then now Ricky walks up to Amy and he he says, hey, can I... He's like, I, it's my, it's going to be my first night in my new apartment tonight. It would really mean a lot to me if I could spend it with John. Did and ben she said, put you did up Ben to this? put you up to this? So I want to say, so, so like she, she does the usual, like Amy, like, because I, I started real, like really realizing like, okay, this is, this is, I think the summer school thing is like, now I, I feel a little bad for Amy because now it's like her parents are getting divorced. Her mom is having a baby with a creep. Her, her dad and sister suck. She has like no time and now she has summer school and work and she hasn't had like a day to herself in forever. Um, yeah. and I feel bad. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I do too. like, like it's, it, and it kind of sucks that like Ricky's life just seems to keep getting better and better while Amy's just keeps getting worse and she's like miserable. But yeah, Ricky constantly and indiscriminately comes to Amy and is like, Amy, I can, I can help you. I'll take the John in the nursery. I want John to spend the night. I have my own place now. And immediately after he says that, she's always like, I can't, I don't have any time and I'm so tired all the time and I can't take care of John and I have to do this. And he's like, yeah, why would she say that after he said like, I'll help you out. It's so stupid. I, I was just, I was just trying for so long while you were talking. I was like, do I tell him that he used the word indiscriminately completely wrong? And then I realized that you were making a, yeah, a, a Ricky. way, way yes. throwback. That so. was a f- episode one goof. Yeah. Uh, uh, for for anyone just joining us, Ricky's therapist tells him that he that he is constantly <laughs> and indiscriminately having sex with girls. And Ricky replies that he constantly and indiscriminately masturbates. Yeah. It's anyway, um <laughs> Yeah, so Ricky's, Ricky's like, no, Ben didn't put me up to this. I, I want john because i'm his dad and she goes it's always about you isn't it what and what? then and then amy yells a list of all of her problems at ricky and he goes oh sorry and yeah. then uh he asks he's like okay again can i take john for the night and he's and she says she says okay yeah that's fine and he says cool i'll come by after work and then the camera lingers on her for like five whole seconds it's, and it's very weird yeah, she just looks she does like the the herman cain smile from like a billion years ago now that's a throwback. That's and a then, thro- throwback Thursday on Friday. Uh, so Grace, Grace, is, Grace is talking to Melina because Grace he's is back. talking to Mark. He's back. This feeling will last forever. She doesn't know why he's here. Uh, she Mark says that he can't help her grief because his parents are alive. So yeah. Mark's back. He's being unhelpful. Oh yeah, and then, as always. then she. This is where she specifically refers to them as the Dead Parents Club. <laughs> Sincerely, 
the Dead Parents Club. That's yeah. what that's and what I thought they were going for. Is the, uh, is I'll like be honest, a I don't know what that's a reference oh, it's to. It's a Breakfast Club. I've never seen it. I just know okay. the line. Uh, <laughs> okay. So he he tells Grace that she got into the quote Young Healers program. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So it's it's like a pre pre-med like pre program for high schoolers that Marshall applied it's to like for they, her. Yeah, they stu- like they study with doctors. And I just my biggest desire for this show right now is uh, for th- I know it won't happen, but it would be so good if for the rest of the show. Marshall is just micromanaging the shit out of Grace from beyond the grave. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's a scene where it's like, Grace, you got accepted to U- University of Washington Medical School because your dad made a million dollar donation. And it's like, Grace, we, he already planned your whole wedding. <laughs> he, he wanted you to name your son Marshall Jr. Yeah. She like, <laughs> she like wakes up one morning. She's, she like forgot to set her alarm at night to get up for for work as a doctor, and then she gets a phone call, and they're like, "Hello, wake up call. Marshall knew that you forgot <laughs> to set your alarm this morning, and it's like seven it years would later." Be such a Marshall thing for him to do. That's yeah, that's, yeah. That's funny. He's God. That, yeah, he's and then God. Uh, so yeah, this is this is really good for Grace because apparently this is like a really like selective program, and it's a great opportunity. And only one other student got in, and, Who and is I like it? this because because Mark says. It's Jason Tracy, Lauren's brother, Who? because, because I love this because he, he just assumes that Grace will already know who Lauren is because the reason it's just so funny because if he just said, well, oh, it's Jason Tracy, like none no of the viewers are going to know who that is. Yeah. Cricket chirping sound effect. It'd be even funnier. If there Very was like, natural dialogue is what he I'm just saying. Said, Lauren's brother. And then she was like, who, who? <laughs> you know, Amy's friend Lauren. Oh yeah. You know, your mom's ex-husband's daughter's best Yeah, there you go. <laughs> your mom's ex-husband's there's, daughter's there's baby's father's therapist's there's... daughter's brother. I don't know why I said it like that. Presumably <laughs> presumably Ken Fields is Jason's dad also. No, it's it's yeah, it's your mom's ex-wife's daughter. Anyway. Uh, daughter yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Joke. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, st- stuck the landing. Did it? So Grace walks out, and just conveniently, Jason is there. And is there going to be a thing between Jason and Grace? I don't know. Grayson, probably. Dick they wouldn't. They wouldn't do this if there was. If they weren't at least going to like, oh, will they? Won't it's they? It's just like Grace and Jack like walking in the hallway. Like, I'm so glad we're back together. I love you so much. And then Jason. Well, like, that's the thing. Is they they they're like, oops, we accidentally made things too. Pick something. Things are too like clean and simple. Like Sim- the Kingdom Hearts song, if you reverse the words, uh, things are too easy no, for Jack and Grace right reverse. now. Huh? That's there's a, that's the second. That's the Kingdom Hearts two one that has the words in reverse. Never mind. Yeah, like things are things are too good for for Jack and Grace right now. So they're like, how can we make this worse? I know we need to throw another man into the situation to make <laughs> a love triangle because we we've don't. we've done we've done too much of Jack being the one who's tempted by other women. We need to tempt Grace. They just have like a and dartboard. We, gosh darn it! We just have so few characters. There's just like Jack, Jason, Duncan. Remember Duncan? Is Jason still dating Madison? Probably they just sort of dissolved over time. I, I bet that there's going to be no mention of them dating for however long it takes for this uh, love triangle to happen, which and knowing the Ma- show like, it'll be next episode. Madison and then Madison's going to Madison's going to be like, but we're in a committed, serious relationship this you whole time. You remember we went to Albertsons and got married? <laughs> yeah, and then... Um, Oh yeah, I, I really like, by the way, how, how Melina is having all of these conversations on the fucking last day of the school it's year. It's really great. Uh, I will say Jason does, 
like they're talking about the program and Jason uh says uh well it's it's a once in a high school lifetime opportunity which really really reminds me of uh, when Anne told Let Amy, in the high school days go by when when Anne told Amy to mind your own teenage business <laughs> yeah that yeah. was a really great line uh anyway so speaking uh, of Anne so, yeah Anne is asleep okay I fucking hate David so much. I fucking Anne's David asleep is... on the couch in David's office waiting for some clients who are running like two hours late for Very a Very important clients. Yeah, David wakes her up and he's like, all right, they're here. And she's like, what kind of clients are two hours late? And he's like, very important clients. And, these, and the two so the, whitest, these... richest assholes you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, the second they came in, I was like, David's these people parents. are so rich, so white, and I hate them so fucking much. And they could not more obviously be David's parents. <laughs> I mean, the dad looks like a like a fucking Republican senator or something. Yeah, and, and he's like, mm, now, charm to meet you. Now, this does throw a wrench in the the David-Ben theory. Whatever. Okay. And... <laughs> Secret family. It uh, doesn't matter. And uh, so, yeah, they there maybe is like some kind of scam going on. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Their names are yeah, Randall so, and Eunice. Johnson. Yeah, Randall and Eunice. And, and Anne is like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Anne. And then the, the woman goes oh. in for a hug and she's like, oh, what? And then. Yeah. Why? How did she not figure this out? This is the second time that he's done this, that he's like, all right, Anne, there's a very important work-related meeting that I need you for, and then <laughs> it's just some personal Anne, shit. If he Why tells does he Anne, do this to her? Because he knows Anne doesn't like him that much. What? Oh my god, I will that say really that, is that it. Anne is, like, absolutely miserable seeing that. He's like, the only way that I can get Anne to meet my parents is if I trick her by telling her it's for work. That's all I... And I Anne, mean, he's Anne paying hates her. it, because it's shitty. Yeah. And then they just cut back and forth for, like, ten seconds of each person, like, nervously laughing. It's awful. Yeah. These people. Uh, they're killing yeah, so me. now we're back, we're back at Grant, and Literally, we get a shot it's like, of... what time is it? Summertime? Yeah, I, I wrote the same thing, where, where we get a shot of the empty hallways, and Woo! then the bell rings, students Summer. float out of the classroom. Summer. What time is it? Summer. Summertime. Yeah, and <laughs> it's Ben walks into Margarita's office, and he's packing all his frogs. I'm not joking, he literally is putting a frog in he's a He's literally packing he's up leaving. multiple frogs. And I'm fucking Yeah, because devastated. he's like, oh, by the way, I just came back to say that I'm leaving the show. I hate it. I said in the last episode, I said, you, do you remember? I said, if Mark Molina comes back, it's one more episode. They're going to tie up his loose ends and he's never going to come back again. Yeah, just like George got his loose ends my tied favorite, up. My favorite character. He's the only one. I'm going to miss him so much. Whatever. He and says he's getting yeah, a better job, and who cares? Yeah, he says he says this job doesn't pay enough to support a family because his wife's having the baby. So he says he's going to go work at a church daycare. Yeah, he's going to work. There's a lot of money there. He muses whether or not he even helped Ben that much at all. And Ben says, "Well, you helped me get Amy," and he's like, "Oh, right, I didn't help you at all." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then- it, it was it was like. This was the first in our in the in the series of like capital N capital M nice moments. Even though Melina arguably has done more harm than good, but Ben's like, "Thanks for your help with everything," and Melina's like, "You're welcome, Ben, and thank you for an interesting year." Yeah, and then and then and then, and then Ben is Ben is like, "So as a proper one, one send off, one to last Mark piece Melina. of advice." Uh, should I tell my dad he's engaged to a prostitute? And then Melina goes, "What?" And the scene ends, and Mark is gone from the show forever. Bye, Mark. Bye, Mark. That sucks so much. Oh, man. So that's... Is that two two main characters that weren't just... They, they were gone, but not forgotten. Because I feel like Duncan and Shauna and, like, Max don't count. So we've lost Who? two... Max? Who? Adrian's brother. 
Oh, who? <laughs> it's like it's like uh yeah. B- besides those, Thomas. We've lost... No. No. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thomas also. Those don't count because they just forgot them. So we've had two characters so far that have received some form of closure before we lose them forever. And I want to keep track of uh-huh. those over time. Who? Wait. Who is the first? I already forgot. Marshall. Oh, okay, he I died. thought you meant this episode. I thought you meant this episode. No, sorry, no, just overall. Okay, we have Got a it. those we've lost tally. So, okay, uh, Ricky comes home and Adrian's there. Yeah, she's just in his bed. And by the way, I, did you like? You can tell that Ricky's got his shit together because he put the stroller up against the wall and not blocking not in the front, front of the door fridge. Or the fridge. Yeah, Ricky's really. I mean, it is. Yeah, Ricky has his shit together, and uh, Ricky says that he has work, so he doesn't have time to have sex with Adrian. Hold on, and- hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's not. Let's not gloss over how Adrian got in. How did she get in? I forget. She tell he's like, "How did you get in here?" And she's like, "Well, I I went into the butcher shop. One woman, this one woman threatened me with a meat cleaver, <laughs> but then some guy in the back let me in. So I so just so, random employees of the butcher shop have the key to his apartment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It so, was. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like Leo was over. She says some guy in the back, Danny. Yeah. Just a nobody character who doesn't exist. Yeah. Has the key to his apartment. Yeah. Which is good. And so Ricky yeah, says so that he has work. And Adrian yeah. suggests that she just sort of waits alone in Ricky's apartment for like six hours. Yeah. How long is his shift? He usually doesn't get off until until nighttime. <laughs> she's just gonna sit and then there. He's like, well, yeah. She's just like waiting. He doesn't have cable yeah. set up, so she's just sort of like looking at her thumbs, twiddling them. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the meat tenderized for him. Yeah. Ricky can't fuck adrian because john's gonna be there and he doesn't care about adrian and never wanted sex with her yeah no this is the this is the part where she's like remember when what? you asked me for that commitment and he's like no huh not really <laughs> yeah he's like yeah, i guess i did uh. so and she's like she's like i want a commitment too but i don't want you lying to me saying that you're with john when you're really with some other woman which has never happened uh anyway um yeah so now we're with kathleen grace and kathleen is like taking some of Marshall's clothes to, like, a charity drive at the church, and Grace is mad about it. This scene, I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, I I thought it was another nice moment. No, no. I'll tell you why when we get there. Why? Well, okay, so 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 let's just ply through this, and I'll tell you why it makes okay, me yeah, so Okay, yeah, so Grace is put, or sorry, Kathleen is putting all the clothes in the box, and... And Kathleen has to remind Grace that charity is good and that Marshall yeah, likes it. Good. Marshall would have given his clothes to anyone, anywhere, to specifically to Tom and Jack. Uh-huh. Uh, and Grace tells Kathleen that she got into the program and she's like, oh yeah, Marshall signed you up for that. Uh, and, and she says, I don't know if I want to go. And Ka- Kathleen is just like, Grace, this is entirely up to you and I'll be supportive of you no matter what. And then immediately says, your, your dad who died really wanted you to do this. And we all want you to do this, but if you don't want to do it, it's it's the choice is yours. I'm fine either way. So you think she was being like passive aggressive about uh, it? I don't think she was intentionally being passive. Well, there's another because I didn't too. I didn't read it that way at all. I thought I interpreted it just as like we'll support you whatever you do. Just make sure that you're choosing the right choice and living your life. I thought it was you know I, for me it really just felt like like Kathleen was. I mean, I, I know if Grace decided to stay home, she wouldn't be like, no, we're going to make you go. But I do think that Kathleen was very, very, very much like, here, here's the, I wrote down the next one she said, and I, I emphasized, she's just like, 
Uh, this is a direct quote from Kathleen. She said, he would be so pleased to know you were going into medicine. You don't need to go this summer. You are so much like your father. You'll end up making the world a better place, whether that's medicine or something else. Do whatever you want to this summer. Go okay, there. You- stay here. Go to cheerleading camp. Whatever you want. The choice is You're, yours. Wink. You are editorializing so hard with the she tone really, here. She really, I, I mean, uh, no, she I'm, didn't I'm just say placing, any of it like that. I'm just placing emphasis on the moments where Kathleen is very subtly, not so subtly, pushing Grace in the direction she wants Grace to go. I didn't interpret it that way at all, though. I don't think that her tone was like that at all. I think she literally was just saying, this is something that your dad wanted for you, and and it would be a great opportunity, but whether you choose to go to medical camp or do something else, that's fine as long as you're living your life. I don't think she said it. I don't think she was trying to guilt her or anything. Yeah, whatever. That was my take. Agree to disagree. Everyone watch the show. Judge for yourself. Don't watch the show. And don't do it. Also, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yes, on iTunes. It's the end of the episode. Brand division. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, okay. So yeah, now we're back with George. George is staring at the papers again. He's been and then Ashley, Ashley walks in. Ashley walks in and says, "Trouble in River City because she, edgy teens love the music she, man." She comes in in a straw boater and a, and a cane, and she hops up on the table and she goes, "Well, you got trouble, my friends." And and the thing about Ashley we don't know uh, is that every every morning she wakes up. She open palm slams her copy of The Music Man into the VCR, yeah. and she starts doing the moves. She loves yeah. that musical so much. Yeah. She's and always talking about it. Yeah, so what she's referring to is that she saw Adrian parked outside, because Adrian's here for some reason, and Adrian knocks on the door, and Ashley opens it, and Adrian starts, like, advancing on Ashley. Oh, my she, like, God. walks, this, like, the first ten time entire spoken, steps. I feel like. Maybe. She's, she's just like, trying op- to kill opens- her. She opens the door and Adrian just immediately walks in and just is like, like walking Terminator forwards as Ashley like playing. walks back. Do, 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 do. And then Ashley, yeah. A- yeah, so Ashley... Adrian is now like all the way inside of their house. Yeah, she literally like, comes in, in uninvited. Face. Ashley pretends like she has an ear infection so she can't hear, and then just leaves. I super didn't understand why Adrian was acting this way. Why she uh, was being so aggro toward Ashley? Because it she... didn't make any sense. She knows how many times Ashley is referred to her as the slut. Okay, uh, they do. They do both have the script. So George so she, says that the uh, George is like, "Hey, what brings you to this, this neck of the woods?" And Adrian says, "I like this neck of the woods, whatever that means." Like it's a common expression. Oh, and then she says, "Dear sir, I heard you were with child." She does say with child. <laughs> you are what? George says. George says that Ricky's apartment is bad news for both of them. Too much privacy. So I guess he thinks that Adrian or that uh, Amy and Ricky are gonna fuck. Always, always, and, uh, so Adrian is here to make an offer to buy his house, an offer he can definitely refuse. Yeah. Uh, and- An offer that there's no reason for him not to refuse, he just fucking bought this house. He literally just moved his stuff in, like, a few months ago, and then they talk about his pipes- and it's inner Yeah, he says, he says he got his pipes re-plumbed, which is such a bad euphemism for a vasectomy. That implies that your pipes start out plumbed. That impo- that implies that you yeah you you have you, to when you turn when you turn uh when you go through puberty you have to go to a doctor who can who hooks up your testicles in our society when young men come of age you experience the trial and then you get the surgery this is a dystopian teen novel I'm writing about vasectomy okay uh, yeah so then- Adrian tells George Adrian just straight up tells George she's like oh yeah Grace told me which great friend and then he gets really upset about it and then. Uh, he, she says, you've heard my parents are getting back together, right? And he just goes, 
no. Why, why would I have heard that? Yeah, he's like, why, I don't go to high school. I don't, I don't talk hang to out Cindy in the hallways. anymore. We don't, like, I, no. He's like, I really don't care. That's not relevant to the scene. And then, uh, and then Adrian, like, as she leaves, she's like, you know, you're Ricky, right? And I no. just. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, <laughs> that was so weird to me because they were doing that thing. Amy, or, uh, uh, Anne and George were both like, I'm Ben, I'm Ben, you're Ben, I'm Ben. But now and then Adrian's baby, like, he's Ricky. Adrian's like, actually, one of the writers realized that doesn't make sense. The analogy, you would actually be Ricky. Sorry, bye. This does this does match up with Secret Life Cyclical Paradox Theory, where I said that George was a washed up Ricky. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, and then, I also and then liked, it, by the way, hold on. I also liked Adrian's like, because <laughs> George is like, ugh, Ricky, and she's like, I don't know what you have against Ricky. Hmm. I wonder what I I, I can't I, imagine. George, what George, has, George has very little justification for most of the things he does. I think as a as a parent, he is completely reasonable to not be a big fan of Ricky. Why ever would George have what anything against Ricky... the guy who impregnated his fifteen year old daughter? <laughs> Young man, I just want to shake your hand. You did a great most dads job. love that. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, and then, and then it immediately cut... cuts to Ashley. Uh, she just watched a music man again. She says, "She's right. You are Ricky." Okay, so I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, ref- I wanna address something. Yeah. So Adrian is talking to George. It is daytime. It is light outside. Oh yes, nothing has happened we, for like a- nine hours. When she makes that comment about Ricky, it cuts to Ashley up on the stairs, eavesdropping. Then we go to commercial. We come back. It is dark outside, <laughs> and Ashley is talking to George, and she says, "She's right. You are Ricky." <laughs> She's so, like, "I need to let this. I, I gotta put the. I gotta cogitate for a little while. What could that? Yeah, there's some so connection here. Adrian I'm not left. Making. Ashley. Adrian left. Ashley walked down the stairs, stood still for four hours, and then she and then she <laughs> came she was back online. Also, yeah, she was loading oh the cutscene. <laughs> yeah ready player one season two and okay now uh, this scene this scene best uh, actually best acting i don't, I don't know about i, I don't know that about that but this is like the first time in so long that they've emoted. given india isley like anything to do she we have never seen her emote with this much passion we've seen her like tear up yeah but she's like actually like emoting and saying yeah. things and with, I, like, I won't say that the acting was good no but it's it's but great it was for it was Ashley. like she yeah, for the first time in so long, she's like, oh my god, I get to act. I'm gonna give it my all. And she yeah. is. She's like, but she's just like, I, now I don't know if this will be interesting to anyone except me, but I just found out like last night that, um, there is a Romeo and Juliet movie, uh, from the 60s, I think, uh, by, I think the director's name Zeffirelli. is Zeffirelli. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the like teenage actress who plays Juliet in that is actually Indy Isley's mom. What? Yeah, Olivia Hussey, I think is her name. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, we watched that one in high school. It was bad. And then we watched the uh, Boz Lerman version and it made my eyes bleed. I fuck it. Yeah, we, same same <laughs> with me. We watched we watched the the old one and then the Boz Lerman one and I fucking despise that. One of that the, movie. Worst, it's the, it's worst least, thing it's the worst thing I've ever fucking seen. seen. It's so bad. Okay, let's play. I know up. there are, I know there are people who really like that movie. I could talk I'm just, about that. You're wrong. I could make fuck my own podcast movie. about how bad that movie is. Okay. So, uh yeah, she's basically what is it? Ashley says you need to tell Anne uh, she yeah, says, he, she's, like, she's like, I, I hate will. lying, Dad. You wouldn't believe the stories I've had to spin to keep your secret a secret. And I would love to hear those stories because I have no idea what she's talking about. She's trying to, she's trying to say like, I was, I was making up reasons why you could have sex with mom for ten years and not get her pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I. I well, <laughs> uh, anyway, 
Um, uh, then she says, uh, she says, like, look, you know I love tormenting and gaslighting and abusing and manipulating <laughs> emotional yeah. people like Mom and Amy, because I'm a sociopath, I guess. But, but I, I don't, don't want to see, see my, my mom, mom get, get hurt. hurt. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Ashley. Yeah. I, it's I good when I do it. It's so, it's so fun. Yeah, but now we get an actual, like, actually nice scene with this Leo one and with Ben. Leo and ben. Yes. This was a capital N nice yeah. moment. Yeah, uh, and Leo's, Leo's talking to Ben, and Ben's like, Dad, I have to tell you something. I found out Betty's a prostitute. And Leo says, says no, she's not. She, yeah. used to, oh, yeah. she used to be, but she's not anymore. She's just Betty. She's just Betty. And it's, yeah, it's, so apparently, apparently before the first time they had sex, Betty told she, him the truth. Which is, he, he doesn't care. Fought, which is good. Like, I'm glad yeah, that they did that. It's really nice says, that they didn't have this big twist moment where he's like, oh no, because they could have put so much And then he calls so the police drama. on her. Yeah. It's yeah, good that they let whacked. Leo have a have a relationship. Yeah, and he says he says, you know, I've smiled more since I met Betty than I have the whole time since your mom died. Yeah, and you know what? Nice. I'm, I'm happy for them. It's a nice scene. And he says, and then, he says and then yeah. Ben's like, yeah, Leo tells Ben he loves him, and Ben's like, whatever, me too, <laughs> me too, me, me too. <laughs> Just <Thanks>. kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. It's actually nice. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it is so good. Thank you, to, Leo. We cut to I think one of my. For some reason, this was one of my least favorite scenes in the whole show. Really? I don't know why. Something I, about I it was so either. uncanny and creepy. Like, Cindy and Ruben are, like, at the world's smallest table, like, with a tablecloth on it, and there's a salad. Like, they're eating a salad and bread for dinner, and they're just, like, yeah. quietly laughing throughout the whole scene, and they're like, come, sit, have dinner with us. And Adrian's <laughs> like... It- yeah, I mean, it's it, very it like it wasn't great, Pleasant but I, Valley, I don't like think it was androids. that It's something about yeah, it I wanna, just rubbed me the wrong way in a way that that's that's fair. And I want to address it. something, which is that uh, so Adrian's like, "Mom, I thought that you would be uh, out on uh, whatever," and and Cindy says, "I caught the deadhead flight." <laughs> and now, okay, that now here's the thing. I I looked that up because I was like, did they just make up a term? And no, no, no. So apparently, deadhead flight is an actual like flight attendant slang term that hmm. is real. Hmm. And what it means now, here's the issue though. What it means is when a flight attendant, if and if I if I understand all of our flight attendant listeners, if I get this wrong, I'm really sorry. But my understanding is it means when a flight attendant is in one place and they need to be a crew on a flight somewhere to get else, somewhere else. So they take the deadhead flight where they are a passenger. To hmm. get to this other place to be part of that crew. Oh, so it makes no sense. So I, I don't think it makes sense in this context. But I, they, I spent a lot. Trying. Of, I spent a lot of that explanation trying to think if there was like a a, a way I could make the bump dot com like flight attendant <laughs> like the bump like the turbulence. Yeah, sure, know. it was worth a shot. It's worth it. Uh, so Cindy, but now we get our we get our nice moment because they're like, hey, Adrian, you're you're here. Come come have dinner with us. Tell us how how your day at school. But was. then they're just like, like laughing to each other while she's sitting there. Well, and the Ruben's reason the there. reason that they're no the reason Don't that they're laughing. That Ruben's there. They are laughing at the fact that Adrian tried to buy George's house. Yeah, the reason they're laughing, they're just kind of like chuckling as she sits down. But they're like, well, <laughs> we heard you made an offer on a house to George, so that's why they're laughing. Okay. It's just weird, and like you, can I don't know. See, it was nice. I swear like, to Adrian, God, you can see the actual kitchen table, like right behind Adrian. 
There's just Probably. something so weird. And, like, Ruben's, like, using a fork and knife, knife, but you can clearly see that he's eating a salad. It's Whatever. just so... Every, okay. It's really thick lettuce, but... It's, he's eating a bloody I don't want to nitpick too hard, because it, it was it was nice. I didn't like, like Adrian, it. Like, Adrian, like, rolled her eyes when they when they invited her to sit down with them, but she's... You can tell she's, like, kind of secretly happy to be having dinner with her, with her family like she's always wanted. It was nice. Okay. Give the well, show credit where it's due. Fine. God. Fine. This is a good show. The sex scene was pretty well, right? Yeah. Yeah, so John is just... This is a good episode! Wow. Amy's Amy's watching John sleep and he's T-posing. He's, he really is T-posing. I guess he's kind of X-posing because his le- legs are out too. Uh, and, yeah, and then Ricky arrives and then Ricky's X-posing because he whips his dick out. And, uh, and... Sh- she he comes to pick up John, but John's asleep, but he doesn't want to wake her wake him up. And uh, Amy, okay, okay, Sam, uh-huh. Amy tells Ricky yeah. that Anne is going to yep. see the house with David. Where does Mimsy fucking live? <laughs> this she'll be late. They'll be she'll be home late. So I, I'm my sorry. Theory is they that they this established that in she a, lives in fucking Chicago. This takes, you takes can't place just in, like folded up america where where california and, Chick- and uh they fast traveled it's yeah, fine they, fast tra- or they like took the, the deadhead flight folded. yeah they took the de- it means <laughs> whatever you want it to mean where does mimsy live <laughs> well mimsy lives wherever mimsy lives i mean she must live in california now but they never addressed that I just, they established that she lived in then, chicago and then, and then they're Anne, like oh whatever. doesn't Anne go to chicago too but mimsy isn't there i don't know it makes I don't know. No sense. Whatever. I guess she lives in California now. Whatever. Okay, and that's in Chicago. So Ricky, okay, wait. No. We are. Sh- yeah, because they're in the small town of LA. We are in California, right? We're in the small town of Los Angeles, which is right by Chicago, Illinois. Oh my god! <laughs> They've never said whatever. California. They just said Los Angeles, L- Los Angeles, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. So Ricky says that if if Amy just wants to sleep in John's room, which is actually Ashley's room, I think, he can uh take he can watch him for the night. Nice, nice Ricky. Guy. He, nice he Ricky. didn't spend his first night in an apartment because he wanted to be nice and watch the baby. And I'm sure yeah, and Amy, nothing will and come Amy says this. Yeah, and Amy says, Thanks you know what, Ricky, thank you. I'm I'm actually pretty tired for once in my life. <laughs> and then now I like this part though, because Ricky's like so, you know, how how's everything else going? And then she lists all of her problems again because we forgot about the scene where she yelled all of the exact same problems at Ricky yeah, in the hallway. And then uh and then Ricky's like, Yeah, that yearbook picture, oh whatever. And then Amy's like, I guess it's kinda like John's in the yearbook too. And I was like, they could have just put a picture of the baby in the goddamn yearbook. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then and, and then, then he's Rick, like, Ricky says, you know, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. It's not that they took an embarrassing picture of you, it's that they took a picture of you with, with our son. They and will when say, everything uh, else is bad in our yeah. lives, at least we have John. That was, I think, one of the sweetest lines of this whole goddamn show. Cool teen moment. Yeah, it was a it good was, nice. yeah, I'll, I'll give it, it that. Yeah, nice. for sure. That was my cool teen moment. And then Amy what? smiles Amy smiles at Ricky and Ricky smiles back at her, and then giant word art appears on the screen that says, <laughs> Amy, Ricky, Ben, love triangle incoming! <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. It's very, yeah. there's yeah. nothing will come of this. So, yeah. uh, Ben is all packed up, and it's the next morning, and Betty walks yeah. in and she says, Hi, you made us coffee! Which is nice! Another nice, nice moment! He made nice coffee moment. for Betty and Leo! I want every episode to be this episode. But then she spits it out when she tastes it because he didn't make it on screen. No, that's just the Jurgen family curse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so they do, they do have sort of a semi uncomfortable conversation just because of subject matter. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, 
I mean, it's it is awkward talking to your your new yeah, stepmom about step-mom how she's who, a prostitute. She's not a prostitute. She was a prostitute. Former, 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 former prostitute. prostitute. She does need to get a real job, probably. Well, I guess her 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 soon to be husband is like a super rich man, so probably not. Now let's now let's not now let's not say that being a sex worker isn't a real job. Uh, I just meant fake court reporter is not a real job. Get get a job that currently exists. No, because she did have a fake job, and she just was leaving the house and just sort of going no no, no. <laughs> i mean i mean get a job that she actually has yes yeah okay and then uh, and ben's like you know what if if my dad is happy i'm happy and leo walks in and he says happiest man on earth I and you know really, you notice that leo and betty are like the exact same height it's like nope yeah it's they're per, like the same size it's pretty there incredible they're a match made in, in sausage land okay great uh and then and then betty says you know what ben apropos of nothing i'm gonna give you some advice (laughs) being honest with the person you love is the most important thing you can do well well, well, you you don't for some reason what you don't see uh is that like you you, if you listen really closely you can hear betty cracking open a fortune cookie okay and then she says and and then then she says in bed and it's very funny (laughs) (laughs) being honest and sharing your true feelings with the person you love is the best thing you can do in bed yeah, and then Ben's like, "Well, I guess that means I need to go on break up with Amy." I guess I got yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, "Is he going to break up with Amy?" I don't know what this like means, sharing the yeah. true feelings and being honest. Is he going to be like Amy? I the way you've been treating me is ghoulish, and I know I'm ba- a bad person, but like, God, why? But no, I don't know. no, yeah, no. But then no. so we cut we cut to Grace drinking happiness orange juice in the kitchen when Jack she loves shows it, up. and and Jack comes by and. uh did it? another nice scene uh, it was pretty nice yeah she's like she's like jack i've decided i'm going to i'm going to the young healers thing she's really happy about it she's like you know i i it it's i'm gonna miss you over the summer it's a shame that we won't be able to see each other but you know what we'll be together again after the summer this is a great opportunity see, and i'm really I excited think you can view this two ways this uh-huh. is this is for every 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 one of the things is either you can view this scene as oh it's like it's like a nice where you're just saying goodbye and it's a healthy, good relationship, or it's like, oh, nothing's gonna happen. I'll be with you, and then and then Jason steps in. Yeah, like I know, foreshadowing. But it's, let me have this. Let, it's yeah, summer. I, I, let I, me I, like I an episode. It's good, but you can't you can't ignore Give it all the what Emmys. this show does. Please. Like like that one scene where Grace is like, I love my dad having his he not being. He's the least incinerated person I've ever met. And it's very nice. And then next thing you know, I love I love my alive dad. I love him so much. It'd Marshall be a shame if something dad. were to happen to him. <laughs> Hold my drink, Grace. That's a nice dad you got there. Yeah, Leo. 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 Yeah, no, anyway, Tom so, Marshall. Yeah. Anyway, so Jack Jack tells Grace. You no, know, Tom he's in sad this episode. That, huh? That's true. That's why it was a good episode. Yeah. And Jack tells Jack tells Grace. He's like, you know, I'm I'm sad, but. I'm sad. I'm sad that you're going to be away for the summer. But you know what? This is the first time I've seen you really smiling in a long time, yeah. and it's nice. It's good. It is good. I did not expect this episode to be the good episode. This is like the I best mean, episode since that one. What was the last? It's good not episode? even. It's not even really good. It's, it's just, just like, nice to watch. It's the refreshing. show is like constantly beating us in the face with like everything sucks. Everyone's miserable. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> the writing is garbage, and it's like what. <laughs> Okay, now let's this have is the some first, nice, like, relaxing, nice, like yeah, just some just some what happy times. The episode? writing is still bad, but you know, there's that one episode that was like the good episode, Woman on the Verge, Woman on the Verge, and was that the one where Ben was being good? 
too. Uh, I think I think that did have Ben being good. It had a lot of good Ricky. That was what it was. Okay. And also it had and Anne telling when, Bob that she <laughs> was going to fucking verge. kill him. That's not the same Anne we have today. I missed that Anne. No, unfortunately, no. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I, I, George I, wakes up Ashley and he tells her that they're, the they're going on a road again. trip. This is the second time and they've did, done did you that. Like George how jump scare like, Jurgens. Yeah, Ashley's like, Dad, what are you doing? It's still dark outside. And it cuts to George, and you can see he's, like, sitting on her bed at an angle where you can see the windows of her it's bedroom, light up, where yeah. there's clearly light coming in from behind the curtains. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be a funny Ashley joke, but I'm not sure. I uh, don't think it was. So, so funny George rented an RV, and he's like, let's drive around. And then Ashley's like, you can't, you can't see the world in an RV. And he says, then yeah, we can drive it says, to the airport. Yeah, he says, let's see the world. And Galaxy she says, you brain. Can't see the world from an RV. Yeah, the I RV can take RV, us to an airport. Any which, airport. Can you park an RV in an airport? I don't think so. And why would you rent an RV if you're just going to leave it in a parking lot Great all summer? Great use of an RV. Yeah. Also, they have no money, apparently. Whatever. <laughs> Where's his money? Yeah, this, this scene is an important reminder that even when the show is quote-unquote good, it's, it's not so actually stupid. good. Yeah, so, and then, and, and then George is actually, like, Ashley's like, so what about Amy and John? And George is like, yeah, she'll be fine. We'll set so up webcams. Let's make a list of everyone who isn't leaving for the summer. Amy, Ricky, Adrian, and Anne. Well, yeah. Anne is leaving. Anne is moving in with David. All, all of Chicago. Amy's friends are leaving. Amy's I dad and her sister are Amy. leaving. Yeah, like, but it's okay, because she's got Ricky. A love oh, triangle yeah. coming. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's good. It. Well, I guess, I guess things, that, that means that Ben will get some character development and... Nope. And speaking nope. of good things, Anne comes over and tells George the time is of the essence with those divorce papers because she's accepting David's proposal. No! There you go, Anne. You're, I, I, I warned you, Anne. I warned you. Why is you. she doing it? Well, why? She, she doesn't want to. She doesn't... She's not... A, there's no reason. Why is she doing it? She thinks she has to for some reason. There's no reason. And I don't know why George thinks that the fact that it's her, that it's his baby will keep Anne from divorcing him. Yeah, there's no reason for that either. She's an adult woman with She's, a job that, as far as we could tell, pays pretty well. She has no reason. I mean, she does have a, every reason to divorce her husband that she doesn't want oh, to Oh, God. You know anymore. what I just realized? Remember, remember when, when David, like, did the the thing that you do on a TV show where he's like, here's how much you'll make. And he writes it down on a piece of paper and yeah. shows it to her. And she made like, wow, face. Time, time, that's it, literally exactly what you said in the, that episode where that happened. Yeah. Do you think that or no, Anne no, is yeah, like, no do you think that Anne is like, what if I don't accept his proposal? And he fires Is he going to cut me loose? And yes, then I have no he income. Will, for sure. That's probably it. That's probably he exactly absolutely it. would do that. That's a funny yeah, joke so, you made. Yeah. So George is like, George is like, uh, where he's like, trying, he's about trying it. so hard to tell Anne the truth, but and every she's time just he tries, like, I don't want to hear like, it. I don't want to hear it, George. Sign the paper, sign the paper, sign the papers. And he goes, All right, do you have a pen? And she looks at the camera and she says, No. And then I guess they're gonna stay married forever. <laughs> yeah. George is too cheap. Then, to... I, I love I loved that part. She's like, I don't have a pen. And he's like, All right, I'll go find a pen. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's just so much drama hanging on the issue of who has a pen. Yeah, that he signs it in his blood because he couldn't find a pen. Oh man! And then he dies. And then he dies. So that's another. That's another that's character another that we lost. won't be seeing anymore. George is dead. So 
Ben is here. Ben is here. Ben shows up and he says, like, Amy, I think we left on a sour note. I want to, I, like, I, I get, I'm not going to defend Ben and his gross actions, but if I was yeah. Ben, I think that's a horrible note to leave someone on the entire summer for. Yeah. And then I ben mean, the correct Amy, thing to do would be to break up before you well, leave. Well, yes. But, but then Ben and Amy have this really great conversation where they pretend like they like each other. <laughs> yeah, she's she's like, I'm I'm sorry for yesterday. This is the first I just, time in the she's whole like, I'm season. On, I'm always, I'm just so exhausted all the time. I, I don't know what I'm saying. I, I love you. And of course, I'll, of course, I'll be here when you get back. And then they and kiss. Then they, and, and then they, they kiss. She says, and, and she says, she another, says, hold on. Yeah. She says, yeah, yeah. I won't let anything come between us. Yeah, and then Ricky and, comes and downstairs. This, is, this would be a sweet scene if it wasn't Baby. Yeah, that's the that's the the general consensus I have with Baby. Yeah, and then they kiss, and Ricky walks in with John. Uh oh, he's like, he's except like, it doesn't actually matter. He says, it doesn't like, mean anything. He says like John wants his mom, and I'm gonna come between you. And then this episode, the season ends. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Ben's Ben's like Ben Ben who just said I don't want to leave anything uncomfortable between us goes have a good summer and leaves, and then the episode ends. I, I do want to say, Amy, like, when, when she sees Ben's, like, reaction, she's like, she says, oh, oh no, Ben, that's, that's not it. But she doesn't say it like, no, it's not what you think. It's like, she, she's like, there's literally no way that Ben would interpret Ricky being, doing the thing that Ricky always does. Yeah. Which is come over in the morning and help me with the baby and, like, do, take him to daycare for, he's like, there's no way he would think that was anything innocuous yeah it wasn't even like ricky was wearing a shirt that said i just had sex funny lonely island song yeah oh also 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 uh amy is wearing a robe and jeans (laughs) was she i don't know if you noticed yeah she was eating her fruit note cereal and wearing a robe and jeans like she always does does she have like a denim fetish like that one guy from bim bam (laughs) she she does like to sleep in her blue jeans yeah oh my god uh so brenda vision yeah that's that was an episode it definitely didn't make me as angry or like yelling. By as. by comparison to normal episodes, it was a fucking walk in the park. It was it was a walk. It, yeah, that's that's the truth. There's no good Secret Life episodes. They're just easy Secret yeah, Life episodes. Yeah, this was the the least angering episode in a while. It was a relaxing yeah. walk through it. To it was a just it was just like a normal and... episode of Secret Life is having like a mob of people trample you with soccer cleats. <laughs> this was just having one like small child trample you with soccer cleats. Yeah. And you know what? That nice that that child is named John and he's only a baby so that child's that name much. Albert John Einstein. Da, 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 da. Oh. <laughs> the the Albert Einstein theme. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Alfred Einstein's famous theme. Man, can I say? Uh, uh, and we have we have no questions this week, so so we got we got time to shoot the shit uh, for a bit. If you do have questions in the future, though, jerganit.tumblr.com/ask. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned on this podcast that I've been kind of sort of getting into wrestling a little, and I was watching the um, the Royal Rumble uh, recently, and yeah. it was weird because there's. And sorry if I get this wrong, but there's like three brands of WWE. Uh, there's NXT is like the lower tier of like less big name people. There's SmackDown is like the mid tier. And then Raw is like the huge name wrestlers that you've heard of. Yeah. So it was weird because I've only ever watched NXT and SmackDown, but I watched the Royal Rumble, which has like people from all of them. And it was just so surreal seeing John Cena actually wrestling. I I watched I watched the only wrestling thing I've ever seen 
was uh oh what's it called? It's like the big the big WrestleMania. Game. WrestleMania, uh John Cena wrestled with uh The Rock and they fought the Miz and R Truth and it was That must I, be I watched so it and I said, surreal to watch. I watched it I watched it and I was like No, but I I was like, man, I should watch more of this. And I, I, I mean it's thinking not, like I need it to is watch entertaining. Wrestling. From what I understand, there's a lot of issues with WWE that I, I haven't personally well, yeah. picked up on them yet, but uh, I do know that the McMahons are awful people. But anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I It was just so weird when, because every, every like, so often they, like, stop the clock and, and they're like, all right, we're bringing in a new wrestler to jump into the ring. And they, like, start playing the music and I'm like, where have I heard this before? And then it's like, burr, 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 burr. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And actual human living human being, John Cena runs out and he's doing the, you can't see me thing. And I was like, you're not real. You're not allowed to do this. I've heard John Cena's pretty nice. Yeah, probably. Uh, it was, it was probably. good though. Yeah. My, my favorite thing is, uh, just like the, the way that they, the way that they, they uh, act like everything is so intense. But in, but what you're seeing on screen is like people like pretending to hit each other in the face and then like slapping their leg to make the noise. <laughs> Just the, <laughs> the disconnect is so funny. And the funniest moment probably was, um, I don't remember who the wrestlers were, but it was like a tag team match. And one of the guys like climbed up on the turnbuckle while the other two wrestlers are like outside of the ring on the ground. And they're like, Oh my God. Oh, he's doing it! Brutal moonsault onto the whoever's! And you can see he does this, like, backwards flip off the turnbuckle, and they, like, reach up to catch him. <laughs> oh my We're god, they didn't it. see We're that coming! We're making it happen! It's yeah. funny. Anyway. It's just a prolonged bro Shinsuke Nakamura is the only good wrestler. Shinsuke Nakamura? Sami Zayn uh, is also good. Actually, uh, RB McDonald. RB McDonald is also uh, very good. Shout out to Daniel Bryan. I, I'm very excited to see him wrestling. Nobody's listening at this point. <laughs> no, it's why would we? We can do a wrestling podcast if you want to do that instead. Neither of us after. have that much to say about it. Oh, dude, did you hey, see the guy, part where you did the thing? Hey, guy, that's like the the other podcast. Wow, Roman we Reigns about, is just so describe, greasy. Described uh, magic tricks that we saw in Penn and Teller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, let me. Dude, let me, it was uh, so cool. Shelton Benjamin is very large. <laughs> Big boys. Big boys. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, jurganit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash jurganit, patreon.com slash jurganit. One dollar or more gets you access to our readings of Ashley's diary, which, by the way, I realized this book is way too short. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're getting through it way we're, too we're fast. We're, like, blazing through it. So so uh, I, I realized what we can do is once we get through the book, uh, I we're going to try out – I'm not sure how this will go. I haven't really looked into it too much, but I'm thinking maybe some Secret Life fanfic readings. I, I, I didn't look at any because I don't want to get spoilers. Uh -huh. But I did just go onto fanfiction.net and just type in Secret Life of the American Teenager. And there are – There's a lot. 1,100 fan – there are 1.1K. A lot of material. Lots of stuff. So we could probably find something that, that matches where we are in the show and doesn't like spoil the ending. Yeah. So, uh, so that'll be fun. So yeah, that's, that's for $1. And then, uh, for $5, you get, uh, shout outs in the episodes. So shout out to our $5 subscribers, Stephanie and Alexander. God bless you. And for, uh, $10, you get to make Jordan say anything you want in Ben voice ASMR optional. I, I should say, uh, drop us a review on iTunes. Oh yeah. We don't talk about that much. Review. Yeah, I was, I, I'm like, I'm hoping one day we can get to the point where iTunes will give us an actual, like, star rating. 
Not that I don't think most people use iTunes to listen to our podcast, but... No, I don't think so. I certainly don't. Um, well, whatever. Anyway, twitter.com slash posistress is me. Twitter.com slash bradipusrex is Jordan. And, uh, man, do you does this episode feel to you like the beginning of summer vacation? It does, and I'm like, it's I been got, like, such a such a chill episode. Left. No questions to answer, so we can just have like a, we can just talk about whatever at the look, end. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write in your yearbook. Have a H A G S like all the kids did back in my day. Have a great summer. We would write hack us. Oh, I would write. I wrote. I had and then you get in trouble with the I teachers. I I had a stupid joke. I wrote H A G S O A B O I R D C W H F. You figure it out what it stands for. Or you could just say it. As, have a great summer or a bad one. I don't care. Whatever. Have fun. That's so cool, I was dude. That's I was so, so cool. I was so funny, That's dude. So cool. Oh, my God. Middle school humor. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we'll see you in three months. Bye. See you in three months. Yeah, have a great summer. Just kidding. See you next week. Bye. Oh, uh, thanks, uh, thanks Brenda. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Mark Belita also. Bye, Mark. Goodbye, sweet angel. I'll never forget Thank you for you. everything, Mark, even though you arguably did more harm than good. <laughs> American Teenager Radio.